Welcome to the Exec MBA Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Lauren Lopez-Mauer. Lauren is Assistant Director for Academic Advising and Student Affairs for our professional degree programs here at the Darden School of Business. And she and I recently connected to talk more about her background, what led her to Darden, the work that she does supporting our part-time MBA and executive MBA students, and so much more. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here is my interview with Lauren Lopez-Mauer. Lauren, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on. Well, it's great to have you here on the show. How are things? How's everything going? You know, things are great. You know, school year is just starting, so it's a little crazy, but now it's starting to settle and we're starting to get to know the students a little bit more. So it's really going well. Yeah, for our working professional students, they really hit the ground running. You know, first week of school is a actually week of class and then for our part-time MBA students they turn right around the next week and they have class on on Monday night um, in person in in Roslyn so off to a fast start it is for them and just hit the ground running you know but props to them for being able to manage it all for sure so well it's great to have you here on the on the podcast to talk a little bit more about your background before we talk about you know the role that you you serve in here at Darden. Uh, but tell us a little bit more about you. Who are you? Yeah, so my name is Lauren Lopez Mauer. Um, I'm the Assistant Director of Academic Advising and Student Affairs here at UVA. Um, you know, I'll dive in a little bit about my role because it kind of goes into my background. Um, but I work primarily with first year part time MBA students and our second, second year executive MBA students. Um, I would say I split my role between academic advising and assisting putting in policies and procedures in place so students can really achieve their academic success. Um, and I also am trying to coordinate DEI uh, initiatives and whatnot all within our program. I started this role way back in May, so we're about four months in at this point. Um, prior to that, I came from the University of Michigan, so I'm a proud alum from there. Um, but I used to work in a variety of positions in college athletics um, and even in the Ross uh, School of Business. Kind of been all over the place. Um, but business is where I started way back when I was an undergrad, and it just seems to have followed me all the way here, and it seems to be my home now. Um, but in my free time, I enjoy cooking, hiking, riding horses, and I can't forget, uh, watching any Michigan sports and cheering on my previous student athletes. Yeah. Obviously if you, if you're a Michigan alum, that's big, big season here, a fall football season. It is. I am preparing to go to a watch party on Saturday. So that way I can cheer on my boys. Awesome. Well, um, what attracted you to this opportunity here at Darden? Yeah. So when I was job searching, I think one of the things that I was really struggling with was finding a job where I wasn't going to be just an academic advisor or just doing program initiatives. I really wanted a balance um, because I have interests all over the place. And so when I saw this job, it was really enticing because I was like, I get to do a little bit of everything. I get to have my hand in a lot of buckets. And, you know, every day I could just see being different. Um, and I also seemed to fit my qualifications and interests. And then what really sold me was when I started the interview process. And when I got to meet um, the assistant dean, Sherry Watson, as well as the rest of the team, that's what really sold. And me to Darden was like, that's the place I want to work because everybody just seemed so great and they really just want to provide an exceptional experience for students as well as their staff members and 
people that they work with. And so that's really what brought me to Dart. It was just the fact that it encompassed everything in a role that I wanted, as well as a positive work environment. And um, it's early early days, but how are things how are things going? Things are going really well. You know, it's now that we finally have our summer passed, and again, we're diving into the fall. Um, it's great to finally see more students on site, especially with our second year part time students. You know, the room, um, the Potomac River room seems a little bit fuller uh, at dinner time. Um, but it's great being able to curate these relationships. And it seems like I've done some meaningful work, especially on the DEI side of things um, here in our program. Yeah, it's, a, it's exciting to now have two classes of part-time MBA students. People ask us all the time about the program. And yes, it's a new program, but it's also built kind of on the back of the experience that we've had delivering our executive MBA program and MSBA programs here in the in the D.C. area. And so now we have two classes and oftentimes they are at Sam's Family Grounds at the same time for their in-person uh, evening uh, classes. And it's great to be able to make those connections uh, between between those cohorts. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of those things. I mean, it's essentially a similar experience for all cohorts, whether it's residential, executive, or part-time students, but it's just in a different format that works best for whatever our students um, are looking for um, in order to grow their career, do the career change, or just continue their lifelong learning. And what do you enjoy about working with working professional students, obviously part-time students, executive MBA students, they're doing a lot uh, in addition to school, right? They've got very full lives, they have jobs, and by the way, they're also doing school at, here at Darden. Uh, and so uh, what do you enjoy about helping and supporting this population? So I think this is kind of similar to the student athlete population that I used to work with because they're also juggling so much between managing their athletics, which is almost a full-time job for them, um, trying to do extracurriculars. Some of them do have jobs and then doing school on top of it. And so I think I'm just a, like enjoy working with students that have a lot on their plate um, because I like to do whatever I can to help make their lives or this process a lot more seamless. So that way they can enjoy being in the classroom and they don't have to worry about struggling or they know that they have that support system to lean back on when life gets a little bit hectic or you know, because that's the thing is, as you said, they're juggling a lot. And so it's great to, um, let's see, be able to just be that support system for them and whatnot. And I think the interesting thing is they're trying to do so much in their lives, whether it's growing professionally or just growing academically. You know, it's interesting seeing everybody's different goals and why they came to the program. And you mentioned you've been working on some DEI-related yeah, initiatives, and you've had lots of different projects going during your time here at, at Darden. You want to talk about a few of the things that you've worked on? Yeah. So one of the things I got started was called our Two Affinity and Beyond DEI newsletter. So this is something that I send out at the beginning of each month um, to recognize, you know, the important holidays or events that are happening. Um, in terms of affinity or just recognizing our student activism. So in our one that we have coming out in September, I'm really excited that we'll be highlighting the students who recognized and did some events for the March on Washington's 60th anniversary. We're recognizing Hispanic Heritage Month. Um, it's a chance to just really 
highlight the important identities that make up Darden. So we do this every month and it changes depending on what we're celebrating. Because that's the thing is everybody, everybody is worth celebrating in my opinion. Um, so that's one thing. Another thing that I initiated was our um, 2023 Pride panel. So we had an array of people, a current student, um, a current professor, and then an alumni um, who are a part of the LGBTQ community come um, and join us for a conversation on, you know, where have we come from in terms of the LGBTQ rights, where we at currently and kind of what needs to be done and what can we do on a day-to-day basis, as well as kind of big picture things to really make sure we're being inclusive and whatnot and bringing light to the current situation that's happening in the United States. So it's one of those things. Those are a few things and I'm hoping to continue on with those events that are, you know, really easy to do, but really can be impactful for people who are a part of the community or just to enlighten um, people who may not have had as much uh, experience or um, with that. And you mentioned that you're serving as advisor to the first year part-time MBA class. Uh, what does that look like? Because we do get this question a lot from prospective students. Is there, are there advisors I can work with, somebody I can uh, connect with as I think about classes, navigating the program, yeah. et cetera? So what does your role as an advisor look like? Yeah, absolutely. So as a first-year advisor, it's kind of unique because it's the core curriculum. So it's not like I'm an undergrad advisor right now where I'm telling you what classes you need to take. Cause you don't really have a choice in the matter as currently until you get to the elective season. Um, but what I'm really here for as the first year um, part-time students is to help them adjust back into school. Cause again, most students have been out of the classroom for more than two years, up to 15 years. And it's really a skill on terms of studying. How do you succeed in academics? It's different from work. And so I'm there to help with that transition, provide study tools, talk about time management. And even then, like things pop up. I am a support, as I've stated before, like I'm here to be their support system and life happens. So I know we've had students who have been catching COVID. Um, how can I help them so that way they can still be successful in the classroom? You know, other situations, you know, our students sometimes have a family death or, you know, a random illness or health situation pops up. So how can we overcome those challenges so that way they can still, when they come back into the classroom after an absence and still be just as successful? Um, and then, I'm also a friend. Uh, it's one of those things more and more students are now starting to like come into my office and say hello and just have general conversations. Like I'm here because even though I don't understand what it's like to be in the classroom doing the case method, um, you know, I know what you can possibly be experiencing. And, you know, sometimes you just need that validation and want to be heard. So that's what I really do as an advisor. For the second year, EMBA students, when I'm doing the electives, it's a little different because sometimes they just need uh, somebody to talk their ideas through and say, this is where I want to go. What classes do you think will help me there? Um, these are the classes that I've struggled with in the past. How can What classes do you not recommend that I take so that way I may not be in as many quant classes or what it may be? Yeah, you're right. And in the part-time program, first 18 months uh, is core curriculum, and then you enter elective period. And 
we'll, uh, we'll have our first class of part-time students begin to take electives in the spring of 2024. So yep. we, we're starting to do some of that planning and uh, sharing the courses with the with the students. So uh, more to come for our prospective students who are curious about the elective lineup, uh, at least early uh, for the part-time students. And an executive MBA program, first year is core curriculum. So quarters one through six, first 12 months, it's core, and then you move into electives. And executive MBA students here take um, 12 electives uh, mm -hmm. over the course of, of that elective period. And so quite a bit of choice for people. We have focus areas, a choice to you want to do a focus area or not. There's no pressure, but I'm, I'm sure you're getting questions about those kinds of things in addition to course selection. And obviously yeah. for a lot of people, you know, a lot of our students are looking to make a career transition. So it's also yeah. part of that conversation too. Absolutely. And it's sometimes it's kind of like, what is this class about? How could this? So I know one of our electives, I don't remember the full title, but it's basically kind of an input on the sports world, which again, I'm all for that because my background is sports management. Um, but students are like, really? Why, why do we have a class on sports? And I was like, well, it's not a class on sports, but it's a class on how do we evaluate somebody's, um, worth. So we'll take an athlete, for example, how, how do we know how much we should pay them or should we trade them? What should we do? And that can be translated into the business world of, you know, how is this employee providing value to us? How should we compensate accordingly and all of that good stuff? Yeah, that's a class that's been in the curriculum for at least a couple of years now. Very popular. Uh, it's taught by one of our leading organizations, faculty members, uh, as well as a uh, uh, a professor that has a lot of experience in sports analytics. Um, yeah. And so oftentimes outside speakers as well. They've had some folks come in from uh, different organizations, including the Washington Wizards here in the D.C. area. Yep. It's it's a really unique experience just because, again, people think sports and, you know, people either love sports or they hate sports or they just don't really care. And so they're like, why should I take this class? This is the only class I can take or that I'd be open to. And so um, it's great to be able to open their eyes to that um, and how it can still be applicable to their career and their interests. Well, I know you work closely with students, as we've talked about here, part-time MBA and executive MBA. And increasingly, we are thinking about these programs, not just not necessarily as discrete programs, but also part of a, a learning community here in the Washington, D.C. metro area here in Roslyn. Uh, for someone who is just learning about our part-time MBA program, our executive MBA program, how would you describe the sense of community in these programs here in Roslyn more generally? Yeah, absolutely. I would say there's two things that really stick out. First, the people that are part of the UVA Darden organization, as whether it's a staff member or a student, are really just genuine and authentic. Um, you know, people do have their go-to friends in the program that they talk to on a daily basis, even if that may be their learning team. But at the same time, those aren't the only people that you talk to. I see students all the time talking to everyone that they possibly can, because this is a networking opportunity for to some degree. I mean, these people that you're in class with, you know, in five years, once you're done with graduation, might be a CEO of a major company that you want to partner with. And so really, people want to make the most out of it. Obviously, it's not just transactional, but people do care about, you know, how are you doing? Oh, I heard your father passed. I'm so sorry. Um, what can we do to support you? Um, so I've seen that, like, I know a previous student whose father passed away, their learning team got something set up um, and notified the entire cohort about what was happening with permission of the other student, of course. 
Um, so it's really one of those things. There's a lot of genuine and authentic people who care about your well-being here. And I think the second thing about the community in with the exec MBA and part-time MBA programs is there's always something for you to be a part of, whether it's our Darden official clubs, like our entrepreneurship club or Black Professional MBA Association. Um, there's also student interest clubs. So I know we have the Darden Golf Society. We have a runner's group that um, runs right before classes uh, during OGRs and whatnot. So and the thing about it is we have so many students, there's probably going to be a shared interest with at least one of them. So if there isn't something currently, you know, feel free to take the initiative and do make a club or do whatever you want to really um find some enjoyment with your uh, peers. It's one of those things where, you know, somebody will still be interested, even if it's not their favorite thing, they'll still talk to you about it and whatnot. So it's really great to find something that aligns with everyone's interests and identities. There's something here for everybody. Yeah, I appreciate your your talking through all of that, because I think oftentimes people look at working professional MBA programs, they think they're going to have to give up that sense of community or the opportunity to be involved in clubs, organizations, or have a leadership role. And the reality with these programs is that you can do all of these things um, yeah. while, while you're here. It's really kind of a question of like, what is important to you? Um, how, how do you want to manage your energy and your time? For some students, clubs and organizations are big part of what they'd like to do while they're, while they're student for other students that may be less important uh, to them. But to your, to your point, it's kind of a choose your own own adventure. And uh, I think for most of our students, the other thing that I think of like maybe the third part of this journey is the career uh, exploration piece. And most people are exploring a few different career paths. And, and so that's also a place where they're putting in time and energy in addition to class and some of these extracurricular activities. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think our um, part-time student association as well as our executive student association does a really great job of trying to if they hold an event or do something, trying to be inclusive of everybody. Um, so, you know, being cognizant that, you know, some people might have some accessibility issues. Some people may have food allergies. Okay, how can, what and where can we go that's going to encompass all of that? And it's like you said, again, we have our, um, more of our career geared ones. So I know we have our consulting club. There's an investing club as well. So it's, really an opportunity for you to have low stakes, but still grow your skills and see, dip your toes in is like, is this something I really want to do post-graduation? So what are you looking forward to in the coming months as, as you think through, um, you know, what's ahead for you? What, what's exciting? Yeah. So I think first is getting to know the incoming cohort a little bit more, getting some more FaceTime with them. Um, and just, you know, we have 71 new students in addition to our, uh, what is it, 66 from our first year cohort. So it's just really seeing how those two are going to blend together since this is the first time there's been more than one um, part-time cohort. Um, and then I think the Second thing that I'm really excited for is for our second year part-time students to start that elective season and the process. You know, it's one of those things. This is, they're kind of our guinea pigs. You know, we're going to have some faults. We're going to see what works and what doesn't. We're going to make adjustments. But that's what I appreciate about the role is just because we can identify if something doesn't work and then we can take the steps to make those changes. And so that way it's a really a positive experience for everybody. 
Yeah, I think the program team has done such a good job working with uh, the part-time students. I mean, this is the reality for all of our programs, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, but part-time in particular, as we've gotten started, really kind of listening uh, to the student leaders, listening to the feedback from from the cohort. I mean, you can't do you can't act upon every piece of feedback, but you know, students have good feedback. They have ideas, suggestions. It makes sense. I do think the program team uh, really does make an effort to incorporate that into their planning. Yeah, absolutely. That's one thing again that I kind of cut on during the interview process was we really want to listen. And this is kind of a new year for us as we're fully staffed and we're starting, we have new people on our team. So this year for us as a program team is really a learning experience, especially um, with these part-time um, MBA programs because they're still growing. We are trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. And so that's the really great thing is we're really try and understand where a student is coming from and see, okay, how can we potentially accommodate this? Is it possible? You know, it's something that we consider. We may not be able to do everything. And again, like you said, um, for every, we're not going to be able to make everybody happy, but I can say that we do our best to make something that works for the majority. Well, last question for you here, Lauren. Uh, I know you work very closely with students as an advisor and just generally as a member of the student affairs team. Uh, what's a piece of advice that you would share with our prospective student listeners, something you would encourage them to keep in mind as they go forth on their MBA journeys? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'll say to be prepared for a lot of work, um, especially as you add this to your plate of already busy lives, um, and to be prepared for the high expectations that we have here at Darden, but in the same breath, you know, it's okay. It's going to be overwhelming. That's natural. But we've created a support system here at Darden. So that way it does seem a little bit more manageable. And, you know, creating these opportunities where you can enjoy being here and being a part of this community. And I think the biggest thing to keep in mind is, you know, juggling work, school, family, it's not all going to be forever. You know, in a few years, you're not going to have school anymore and that'll be off your plate. So it's just kind of trying to keep in mind the end game and the end goal for what you're trying to do. Um, and we'll be able to figure out a plan for what works for you and go from there. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, school is going to fly by in these programs. I know people think, oh gosh, 21 months or 33 months or, you know, part-time MBA could be as long as 48 months. Uh, depending upon how how fast or slow you choose to complete your electives. I think sometimes people think, gosh, it's so much time. But the reality is you're going to be really busy while you go through yeah. it. So it's going to it's going to move quickly. And the other thing is, what a tremendous privilege, opportunity just to be back in school, to be in a learning environment surrounded by yeah. you know, 65, 130 people who are all sort of exploring, kind of asking these questions of themselves, mm -hmm. developing, growing, advancing. I mean, that's a rare opportunity in this world. Yeah. That's, I think, the unique thing about working with graduate students and spe specifically with professional degree students is, you know, there is a specific reason as to why you're coming back to school. And I think I can add that to another piece of, of advice that I have is trying to remember your why. Why are you doing this? What's And sometimes, again, it can be hard to lose sight of that, um, especially when you have so many things that going on, whether it is with personal stuff or academic or professional. 
But, you know, remember that goal that you had here, whether it is to career change or you just want to develop greater skills or learn a little bit more about accounting or finance or any of the quantitative things. Um, and just kind of centering yourself back to that will help you just be grateful that you're a part of the community and keep you motivated to keep going. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule to share your story and, and your yeah. advice with our with our prospective student listeners. Um, very excited uh, to have another school year off and running uh, here. We're going to be adding class visits uh, for part-time MBA and executive MBA in the, in the coming weeks. Really do encourage people to come for that if you can. Uh, there's always an opportunity to have a meal with the students, to observe a class. What better way to experience the community pick some students' brains, kind of hear their stories and perspectives, and also see what the case method looks like. That's invariably right. a, a new way of learning for almost mm -hmm. all of our students. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I was an undergrad, I had a professor that was teaching case method similar to how what our students are experiencing. But again, it's, you know, case method, I would describe it as like a storytelling event where you kind of try and pick in pieces of what should you do? What should you not do? and whatnot. But yeah, it's it's such a rare opportunity that you can actually be a part of the community prior to joining and you can actually see what it's like to be a part of Darden and really make the choice of if this is the right place for you or not. All right. Well, Lauren, we'll look forward to seeing you around Sands Family Grounds soon. Um, have a great rest of the week and thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'll see you later. And that was my interview with Lauren Lopez-Mauer, Assistant Director for Academic Advising and Student Affairs for the Professional Degree Programs here at the Darden School of Business. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at exec, that's E-X-E-C, MBA at darden.virginia.edu. Till next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.